You're listening to the Hurdy Gurdy Travel Podcast. I'm your host, Justin Vakula, with how to travel the world at next to no cost through credit card sign-up bonuses, perks, and rewards. This is episode four with special guest Darren Remsberg. All right. Thank you for joining me today, Darren. Hey, you're welcome, Justin. Thanks for having me. All right. I've been talking about credit cards, rewards programs in recent episodes. You've been involved with the hobby for quite a while. Can you tell us about how you got started? Yeah, it's a great question. My wife and I enjoyed uh, traveling quite a bit prior to having kids. We have uh, three ga- three great daughters. They changed the way we looked at travel and certainly added quite a bit quite a bit of expense. A few years ago, uh, we were lucky enough to find a uh, a low priced fare. Some folks called a mistake or an error fare on Christmas Day. Uh, it was Etihad from JFK to Abu Dhabi, and then continuing to Johannesburg, South Africa, mm-hmm. and it was all for the price of like $220 or something, just ridiculous <laughs> round trip. Right. Uh, it was an economy. Uh, we were young and fairly, we thought this was uh, just too good of an opportunity to pass up. Ended up uh, finding Richard Kerr's, uh, what was originally called Award Hacking 101, and since since got uh, transformed into Award Travel 101. And Richard moved on to the points guy. And uh, now Jeff Bronson runs that Facebook group. But uh, Got involved in some other Facebook groups, met some great people, learned a tremendous amount. And uh, yeah, here five years later, it seems crazy to think I've been kind of doing this for five years. And uh, we've been able to to really travel like we would never have expected given, you know, given our other other lifestyle, I guess the way to say it. Great. And signing up for more and more cards even until this day. I know you're a big advocate of sign up bonuses and, and uh-huh. I am too, Justin. I think the... Uh, there's tremendous value in those cards. The sign-up bonuses are really, from a bang-for-your-buck perspective, hard to beat. I don't know how many cards I have, uh, but it's about, <laughs> uh, if you stack them all together, <laughs> it's about three inches tall, so uh-huh. a bunch. And yep. uh, yeah, and keep on coming. Yes, it's it's a lot different than as most people do. They only have maybe one, two credit cards, debit card. They're using cash for everything, but you're using your credit cards to maximize your spend and get all of these wonderful rewards. That's exactly right. One of the first cards I got was the Freedom 5% cash back. And I think like a lot of folks early in the game, I used it for cash back. Tens of thousands of points for, for cash credit statement and didn't realize uh, until a few years later what I had done and, and compared that, you know, then to what the, well, I know you're a big Hyatt fan. How many mm-hmm. Hyatt stays that could have been <laughs> if I had uh, transferred those, those Chase Freedom points to, uh, to a Chase Sapphire or uh, a preferred or referred uh, reserve card, excuse me, and then to a, to a partner. There's, uh, there's really very few reasons to use cash if you're fairly good at budgeting there's no reward for that you can lose cash um, whereas a credit card almost any credit card you can find some sort of angle on even if it's just a straight two percent cash back card with no annual fee uh, you know they're basically paying you to use their card uh, as, as long as you're again good at budgeting and, and pay your balance off every month there's no downside right just a little bit of effort with the organization making sure to pay it off and prioritizing applications, right? And I tell people, just start with one card, see how it works for you, move up from there, see what happens. So as we get deeper into it, we're more used to how things work. Yeah, I think that's a great that's a great approach, right? Get used to it. I think the other thing I would say for folks that are just starting out is to pick a goal. 
it could be something fairly simple. I want to, I want to earn enough cash back on my city cash, double cash card, for example, to buy a ticket to go to Las Vegas or to London or wherever. Uh, that would, would be a goal. And, and then you can work towards that, not spending more than you normally would, but directing more of your regular spend to that card. Then there are, as you know, uh, lots of other cards out there with lots of different angles. Uh, some, of course, the most attractive are the Chase or MX cards that allow you to earn points that then are transferred to either hotel or airline programs, right? And so you can redeem those for hotel stays or, or airline programs. Of course, the City Double Cash now, I guess, fits that too. Their new ability to transfer those double cash points to uh, thank you points and, uh, and, and redeem on those uh, airlines. Right. Lots of options for everyone thinking about goals. I don't recommend just one card for everyone. It's thinking about what you want to do, what your credit scores are looking like, what your monthly spend is looking like. It's a little bit of a puzzle. So I'm happy to work with people through the credit card questionnaire on my website and in messages and elsewhere. It could be intimidating for new people to get into this, thinking about what card do I want? And unfortunately, people can make mistakes very early on by applying for bad cards, like, of course, the Apple card that got all the hype. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, there's there's a couple small plays there, but uh, it's it's for most folks not going to meet, not going to do what you want it to do. It's not going to probably get you closer to your goal. And I, and I appreciate what you're saying, because I was definitely somebody that made some mistakes early on in the game, uh, applied for some cards. This was before some of the restrictions on the cards. The, there was no chase file. 24 at the time certainly no barclays source or um, bank of america restrictions so it was a little more wide open and i did have a couple goals and so i picked out the cards that i met those goals and and on down the road i went and that was great in retrospect i probably could have applied in a different order gotten the same cards uh, but would still have some of these quote-unquote keeper cards that you and i talk mm -hmm. about right that are that bring annual value year after year versus cards that uh, probably the biggest advantage is the sign-up bonus. And then once that's done, you're probably not going to use it, uh, and at least not very much. Right. And besides the sign-up bonuses, besides the categories, we see a lot of other wonderful benefits that come with credit cards. We met in Atlantic City about, what, two or three months ago to do the status match experience there. Absolutely. Uh, great experience. And yeah, uh, late June, I think, and played a little video poker and got mm -hmm. uh, some free nights and now a match to Caesar's Diamond. Looking forward to using the uh, the uh, Caesar's Diamond celebration dinner. So uh, my daughter is a gymnast, competes primarily locally here in the Pennsylvania region, but we'll we'll travel out to uh, to Las Vegas for one of her meets this year. And looking forward to taking the family to the strip and uh, and taking advantage of that hundred dollar dinner credit one night. Right, and that was from the status matching from the Aspire card we matched from. What's uh, Hilton Diamond to Wyndham Diamond to Caesars Diamond. And then, of course, the match to Hard Rock, Borgata and Ocean and then to Hyatt and American Airlines all for just one card. Yeah, really good match. So I, I played that a little differently. I didn't have Hilton Diamond at the time. I did have uh, IHG Platinum from their Chase, uh, the old Chase card, $49 annual fee, uh, one free night a year. Wow. I figure that pretty well pays off uh, for me. Even if it's a Holiday Inn Express, it's still more than $50 <laughs> yeah. value. 
IHG Platinum to Hilton Diamond to Caesars Diamond to MGM Gold to Hyatt Explorist to then American Airlines Gold and was able to pick up a couple uh, exit row seats on a recent trip for no cost, which was uh, was a nice. I'm uh, I'm a six two, so I'm not like one of these super tall dudes, but uh, every little bit of uh, leg space helps. Right. And a lot of other deals that have come across our way, too, from being inside of the credit card space. So we've been able to save a lot of money on gas, groceries, a lot of everyday expenses. As we've talked about, uh, it's it's a, it's a proverbial rabbit hole, right? So you can <laughs> you can dip your toe in and get a little experience. And well, I, I think I've told you before, I had uh, a couple colleagues at work and she was getting married and they wanted to go to Hawaii. So I said, hey, here's here's what you can do. You can sign up for the Sapphire Preferred. I think they had a 80,000, I think it was an 80,000 uh, point bonus, ultimate reward bonus at the time. Both signed up for it. And then I was going to tell them to then transfer to Korean at the time. And then they could fly round trip first class. They ended up just booking it with the chase points with a 1.25 and an uplift. And they were perfectly happy with that. Um, it was much easier, of course, than trying to transfer to Korean and find Korean space and all that sort of stuff. And I asked, hey, what would you guys think? Do you have a good time? Oh, we had a great time. We loved it. Uh, would you be interested in, in any more cards or how do you want to do it? No, we're good. We're just probably going to cancel this card when the annual fee comes due. And, and we had a great trip. And that's what, you know, for them, the great trip was $95, $95 annual fee and, and a free trip to Hawaii for their honeymoon. So that's great. And they had a great time and I'm so happy they did. You and I kind of took a little step into the water and then uh, now we're, <laughs> now yeah, one we're pretty card is not enough. Right? One, 20, yeah, 20, exactly. 20 cards are not enough. We're going to keep no. on going. No. Yes. No. The the offers the offers continue too. You recently signed up for uh, the Avianca Life Miles card, right? Oh yeah, Avianca <laughs> Banco de Popular de Puerto Rico de Puerto Rico. That's right. That's <laughs> even, right. even more with it. So even being in this for several years, you still find new cards to sign up for. Sixty thousand miles here, fifty thousand points there. $500 sign up bonus. It, it just keeps coming and coming and coming. It certainly does. If you, you know, make some connections, make some friends, know where to look. Uh, yeah. The most recent application for me, uh, three different cards and was approved for all of them. So even with a number of cards already in my stable, if you will, uh, to borrow a phrase from our friends at, uh, I think from Milanomics, because I know that's one thing people get worried about, right? I'm going to, I'm going to get so many cards I'm going to ruin my credit. I'm not going to be able to apply for any more. I'm not going to be able to get a good car loan. I'm not going to be able to refinance my house or, or get, a, get a good mortgage. And and that's just not been my experience. How about you? Right. Have you have you run no. into people that are concerned about that? Yeah, I've heard about that a lot. But really, we're only seeing a few points, maybe two to five point dip in our credit score. And that comes back over time as we're responsible with our credit. We're making payments in time, right? We're, we're still getting the cards and... I also see that there are significant diminishing returns that once we have a credit score in the mid 700s, is there really quite an upside of having that 800 plus credit score? I don't find it to be worth it, at least to the point that I would stop applying for cards just to get a high credit score that's doing nothing for me. Yeah, I think that's exactly right. There's a there's an opportunity cost to go from, at least for you and I, and I think for most folks that are interested in this game, to go from... 750, 775 to, you know, 800s. And that opportunity cost is, 
is all those cards you could get that, that will drop your average age of credit, will also increase your total credit line such that your regular spend is um, much lower utilization, right? So it, it has a little bit of a balancing out impact. I think you've told me this, or, or I, I think you're the one that, that told me this. You know, what good is a what good is a high credit score if you're not using it? Absolutely. We can have all kinds of statuses and things that we might want, but at what cost? That's right. If we could keep applying for cards and get all these points, all these miles, these cash sign-up bonuses is certainly going to offset that little dip that's really doing nothing for us, except for perhaps people who are looking to get a mortgage or some loans. That, that might have something to do with it. I, I don't think most people are in that situation. In that case, they could just wait a little bit and then do what they need to do. Yeah, I've heard that. And I'll, I'll, I'll share my personal experience. So uh, N equals one here, right? But um, we, my wife and I were uh, just traded in an old car, the 2005 version, and, and picked up a, a new car. I uh, really excited about it, and, and so was a little worried because I had been continuing applying for cards, and my wife is nice enough that if she allows me to apply for cards or help her apply for cards, I guess legally I should say, uh, <laughs> choose the cards that she should apply for, and, and that sort of thing. And we we got a new car loan, really low rate because our credit scores were so good, despite the fact that we have, of course, multiple inquiries in the last six months, twelve months, twenty four months, whatever sort of time frame you want to look at it, going back probably you know, three to four years. And it, it, so it didn't seem to have really any measurable impact on our ability to, to procure more credit. And as a bonus, I got to put the down payment on a credit card. <laughs> there you go. Another, <laughs> another sign up bonus or a big rebate, right? Absolutely. Another, at, at uh, another in value. Yeah. Another, another win, uh, in the, in the war on happiness by gosh, we're fighting back. Justin. Yes. The, the war on happiness is definitely a foot. All right. Uh, that's that's a good thing because some people would just be using cash, checking account, whatever to do this and not get the discount. They're, they're paying this extra tax on life by not getting the rewards and missing out on all the opportunity. Yeah, I, I saw some folks in the, the car dealership. They have all the all the folks you have to sign the, on the thing and people are writing checks. And I'm I'm thinking, oh, no. yeah, could, <laughs> could I could I get to the right? get them to write me a check and I just pay for their car with my credit card too. But my wife said that would be embarrassing. So I decided uh, against it. Yeah. Even if you're not going to apply for more cards for whatever reason, at least get some rewards on your purchase, not just using cash and debit and losing out on all of that. Another thing that people are concerned about starting out, they don't like seeing the annual fees on cards. They're hesitant mm. to pay an annual fee. I look at the annual fee as an investment, especially some of these smaller ones are easier to justify in that, oh, look, I'm paying $100 for the annual fee, but I'm getting 60,000 points. And that's going to be at least worth 600. So I'm already up 500 just on that, just signing up for the card. Yeah, that's that's how I feel too. The, the high annual fee cards may not be for the beginner, especially some of these uh, transferable points, because what happens is you get the transferable points, you pay the annual fee, and then you're still a little bit in the, oh, what now phase? How do I take these transferable points? How, what program do I transfer them to? It's still a little bit of the indecision and, you know, or analysis paralysis. And if you don't know kind of, okay, if I want to fly here, here's the points I want to use. If I want to fly there, there's the points to use. Uh, what are the sweet spots and f- so forth? And so some of the cards, it's easy to maybe cash out. You can use the good old... Uh, 
Amex Platinum Schwab and, and cash out your membership rewards points right. at uh, 1.25 cents or, um, you know, so there's lots of options there to, again, for a starter card, probably the two easiest starter cards are the, what the Capital One uh, Venture card and the uh, Barclay Arrival, right? So both have pretty good signup bonuses typically and would net five, $600 in value just off the signup bonus and would allow you to basically just erase or use those points for a statement credit for travel. They're probably not the first cards I'd recommend buying no. or, excuse me, applying for, uh, but they are very simple and straightforward cards. Right. I'm still in the Chase Sapphire preferred camp, especially given Chase restrictive 524 rule that I've talked about, right? If you open five accounts and they're reflected on your personal credit report in the last 24 months, then you're locked out. So I'm looking at a longer term strategy of trying to get those cards first before you get locked out. It's, it's a strategic thing. We're not just applying for any card that we see or any piece of mail that comes in and, oh, look, PNC is offering me $150. Like, no, that's that's a very bad offer. Don't just do right. that just because you bank there, or just because you're familiar with the brand. Or I'm at Best Buy and I have to buy a new computer monitor and they'll let me finance this $400 monitor on a Best Buy card and all mm-hmm. I have to do is sign up. I think that's where your your expertise, Justin, really comes from. For someone that's new to the game, you can, get a, you can get to know them and what their goals are through your questionnaire and then really tailor a card strategy to them. One card, two cards, three cards down the road, what does that look like? And I'm with you. I think that Chase Sapphire Preferred is a great starter card. Great sign-up bonus. Can use the points either as cash through their portal or transfer them. Uh, I know, again, you're a big fan of the Hyatt's uh, Hyatt transfer. Yeah. Por- uh, and what a great, I mean, and why not? What a great opportunity that is. Yeah, the Hyatt stays are wonderful at only 5,000 points a night for the Hyatt House and Hyatt Places that are considered Category 1. So with the 60,000 points just from the sign-up bonus, that's 12 nights. And people are usually paying between $100 $150 for hotel rooms. So the, the value on that is really, really good for those with the Hyatt locations in their area or if they're traveling and they could use accommodations there. And for family travel, we really like the Hyatts because they typically will have uh, two queen beds plus a fold-out couch, pull-out couch. And so my wife and I and three kids, that allows them us to all spread out without having to get two rooms. Um, at some point, I'm sure the kids will be big enough that they'll want two rooms, but for now, still content to just one and, and what tremendous value it provides to use five or eight or even 10,000 uh, Hyatt points, ultimate reward points to, to secure one of those rooms. Right. And you'll be going to Las Vegas and staying at a higher property out there. That's right. Uh, Silverton Village, I think it's called. <laughs> yeah. And uh, yeah, yeah, so just a short shuttle ride away from the Strip where we'll be, again, celebrating with our celebration dinner. But um, yes, but yeah, annual uh, celebration. And again, two queen beds, pull out sofa, free breakfast. Uh, really, I think it's only the hotel's only a year, about a year old. Yeah. And, uh, and conveniently located across from uh, where my daughter's gymnastic competition will be. So probably still rent a car because we'll we'll want to do some other activities while we're in vegas and this may surprise you but uh eight ten and twelve year olds not a lot for them to do on the strip so <laughs> we uh, yeah, yeah. we've uh we've been out there before for spring break a couple of years back and really enjoyed some of the uh, outdoor activities in the area we'll probably do something like that again so a uh, rental car makes a big difference Right. And that annual celebration dinner is great because you can get it in 2019 and then get it again in 2020 before the status expires oh, yeah. at the end of January. So you get to double That's dip. Right. 
double dip. My youngest, uh, my youngest really likes sushi and sashimi, so oh, I yeah. have to check that out for the celebration yeah, a lot dinner. Of, a lot of Japanese, a lot of Japanese, yeah. Yeah. And then yeah, um, that, was, that was Harris in Atlantic City. Oshi. It was a hundred dollars mm. that I used there. It was actually very hard to get to the hundred dollars. <laughs> it really was. And most items on the menu, like 15, 20 bucks. So even between two people, it was difficult to get to that hundred dollar mark. Uh, my uh, my youngest is like a sushi connoisseur already. So uh, we'll just feed her sashimi until she busts or until we get to a hundred dollars. I, <laughs> uh, I think we'll, we won't have too much problem getting there. And then, and then hopefully we have the opportunity to, to restatus match again after, uh, after January, run right. it again. And yeah, I'm not, you know, not another, holding another out trip. on it, trying to, <laughs> trying, to, trying to use the benefits while I still can, as I'll be traveling to Atlantic city again at the end of October, uh, Absolutely. Tr- trying to use that diamond status to also waive the resort fees. So when I go to Atlantic city, when I go to Vegas, I don't have to pay the extra 30, 35 a night. What a savings that is for just. Uh, one card, one annual fee. That's easily, easily, easily paying, paying back. Yeah, and and valley free valet parking, or even if it's not valley par- parking, free parking. If you if you prefer to park yourself, that's a big deal uh, in Vegas and Atlantic City, both. So, yeah, really a lot of value in in that status match. And like you say, from one card, <laughs> from one card, you get uh, four or five different status. The <laughs> the annual free stay, right? So I'm looking at Hawaii yeah. for using those certificates. How have you used uh, annual free night certificates in the past? Yeah, that's a great question. Uh, it's it's kind of whatever fits into our schedule. So the single nights here and there, uh, we've used them for, for <laughs> again, gymnastic meets where they might be a couple hours away in the early competition. So we'll spend the night the night before or late, late finish, we'll spend the night the night of. Uh, we've used them in New York City. We've gotten to the age where we try to give our kids experiences more than actual gifts, physical gifts, although they get plenty of those as well. And so um, this past year, my oldest uh, went to see Harry Potter, my middle daughter, Cirque Soleil, my youngest, uh, Wicked, and those were all mm-hmm. up in New York. And so wanted to spend the night uh, on most of those and were able to redeem some Marriott uh, certificates, a Hilton certificate maybe two Marriott certificates because my wife has a card too. <laughs> two player mode, two yeah. player mode. Yeah. That's, that's a big help. As you mentioned, if you have a significant other a spouse, someone you can trust and they sign up for cards and you share the rewards together, getting these sign up bonuses twice, because with so many issuers, you can only get a sign up bonus once, at least every few years or at least once every 12 months or different restrictions, different banks. Right. Yeah, absolutely. And that's again, where your expertise comes into play to time that out, right? So if we know this card has a 24-month or 48-month restriction, then we want to slot that in earlier to start that clock versus maybe this card through, hypothetically speaking, some some mailers would provide you an invitation code that would allow you to continuously (laughs) apply for a card uh, despite having, you're currently having and previously had dozens of those cards in the past, right? Right, right, of course, uh, of course hypothetically of course yes yes that's one of the cool things about this hobby and in this space i guess is you meet lots of people from lots of different backgrounds different jobs different you know places geographically little different places in their lives some folks that are young and just starting out with no kids some were tired with grandkids and then but everyone really likes that puzzle everyone that seems to be the common thread that everyone really enjoys the the opportunity to to really dig in and see how how can I play the angle here 
and and get a little more value, maybe take one more trip or take a trip that would have been once in a lifetime or maybe once every five years and get to do it once or twice or even three times a year if you have the mm-hmm. uh, if you have the time off work. Right, right. That's great. And that's a good point in that the community has people from all walks of life. It's not just these people making six figures, working these really high paying jobs. People can get the credit card rewards and have these experiences that would otherwise be very limited to a certain part of the population. Yeah, I think one really cool thing is in addition to maybe taking a more luxurious trip than you would have otherwise not being in the points and game or taking more trips. I know one of the guys I really enjoy, you know, hanging out with at these meetups is Jeff Brownson and he's a moderator over at uh, word travel One Hundred and One Now he never fr- flies in the front of the plane, always economy because what he really wants to do is take as many trips as he can. And so the way he maximizes points is flying economy, right? Um, other folks I know, you know, <laughs> to suggest that they would even consider flying economy is is a deep, dark insult that you may never recover from, <laughs> right? Like, oh, why would you even consider such a thing? Even if you're, even if you're only traveling once or twice a year, the really cool thing about some of these credit card signup bonuses and benefits, especially, is the lounge access, right? So, or being able to redeem miles for a business class instead of economy class. So now, instead of thinking about your vacation starting when you get to the destination, well, I'm going to go to Florida for vacation, or I'm going to go to Cancun or wherever, now the vacation can really start when you get to the airport, right? Because you can go hang out at a lounge and have a free drink or two, have something to eat. Maybe then you can go on the plane, and if you're in business or first class, right, they, they take care of you pretty well, right? They, they serve you a drink. They give you a snack. If it's a long haul and a typical foreign carrier, sometimes domestic carrier, maybe it's even a live flat seat and you can sleep on the way and, and help offset some jet, jet lag. So there's this opportunity to start your trip the, de- the time you get to the airport instead of, you know, being stressed at the airport, being stressed getting on the plane. And then not really relaxing until, you know, hours later when you arrive at your destination. That's great. And I'm excited to even get to the airport to get there early for the lounge access yeah. using my business platinum card, getting into the Delta Sky Club when I fly Delta, the Centurion Lounge, both in Philadelphia, and even intentionally taking two hour layovers rather than just like 30, 45 minutes and rushing between the planes. And we get to skip the lines at security with TSA Pre. It's, it's a big help. Oh, yeah. Yeah, TSA pre-global entry. I know you had a positive experience with that coming back from Greece recently. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, just uh, scanned a kiosk, guy asked to see a certificate that printed, and I was good to go. So lots of time saved. It's it's really nice to have all the benefits from credit cards that people would usually have to pay for. Yeah, $100 for that usually every five years, and, and almost every travel card that has an annual fee will have that. Will have that. I mean, I have... My wife and I, between the two of us, have enough to to offset all of our families, all five of our. And so, yeah, yeah. you come back, and instead of instead of looking at the immigration line and thinking, "Oh, it's been a long trip," and you're back and you're tired and don't really want to go to work in a couple of days or maybe the next day, uh, you know, instead of having to stand in that line, you just scoot right over to the kiosk, you know, put your fingerprints on, the camera takes a picture, and and off you go. Good. 
you mentioned when you started, you made some mistakes and not applying for the right cards or taking a cashback options that appoints. Are there other tips that you would have for people new to the hobby, things that they should avoid or things that they should should do? I think, the, like I said earlier, the big thing for me is setting a goal. So what's um, what's my goal in signing up for this card? Because one of the mistakes I made was I just went out and signed up for all the best, initially maybe signed up for all the best offers that were out there, kind of whatever came up on the credit card blogs that I was reading. Oh, here's a great deal. Here's a great deal. Here's a great deal. And I very much fell into that. I don't say trap, but but that way of thinking, just grab the best deal available. I had some goals. We ended up um, one of our points, first points in miles trips was to Peru, and uh, we went to Machu Picchu. We went to um, the Amazon rainforest, and we did everything on points and miles. And I had this initially. I had this big pile of points and miles and various different programs, and then I had to sort of figure out, okay, what fit where? What can I make work? And then once I had that goal, then I could add on a Jason card. The old Starwood uh, gas preferred card was great. We stayed at the uh, uh, Tambo do Inca in uh, Uribamba, Peru, one of the nicest hotels we've had a chance to stay in as a family. Uh, they just spoiled spoiled us rotten. And, and what a beautiful place. It had a train station right next to it that we could uh, catch to go to Machu Picchu. So just a lot of positive things about that place. But that wasn't part of my initial sign up because I didn't have that goal. And I also missed out. For me, I missed out on a lot of the chase cards. Uh, mm-hmm. I have the Freedom. I have the Sapphire Preferred, but didn't get any of the inks. So every time I see a Staples or a uh, Office Max deal <laughs> come around, it still burns a little bit inside. <laughs> Everyone's yep. talking about maxing out their inks. Yeah, well, we could, hopefully you could still get the, the Barclays JetBlue cards if you don't already have those to get the 2X Office Supply and the sign-up bonus. That's what I look for. People think about categories. Oh, I want to get this back on gas. I want to get this back here. But I, I'd really recommend the cards that have the great sign-up bonuses and the categories. It could be nice to have the best of both worlds. Absolutely. And when you're first starting out, those are those cards are available to you, the best of both worlds, because you, if you have pretty good credit, you you know you have uh, uh, are good are good candidate for some of these higher tier cards. Yeah, don't don't settle. Don't go for one or the other. Go, you know, get the one that's going to give you the biggest bang for your buck. That's going to be a high sign up bonus. That's going to give you on ongoing benefits, and it's going to you know provide you access to the Centurion Lounge, access to the Sky Club, uh, all those sorts of things. Great. Which cards are you looking at now? I'll be applying for a City AA, uh, the good old American Airlines Platinum card, uh, pretty shortly here. Um, not sure what else I will be pairing with that. I think you had mentioned I really need to look at the Wells Fargo business card, and I am. I need hmm. to get some some work business done on platinum. that. Business Platinum, yep. I have the Wells Fargo Propel, and my wife has the Visa version. Uh, I forget what it's called. Uh, but it allows us to merge our accounts and then redeem the points for one and a half point, one and a half cents per point. The signature, signature, visa signature. Thank you, Justin. That's exactly what I was looking for. That's exactly right. Um, so that's been a good deal. Uh, Again, player two mode, you know, one person gets propel with a big signup bonus. The other one gets a visa signature, the, uh, with a smaller signup bonus, but the higher redemption uh, values there or multiplier uplift, uplift, I think is the the terminology. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, looking at a couple other cards, I got a, I got a mailer from Hilton that would suggest that I could sign up for their very basic Hilton. Uh, I don't know 
what's called. It used to be called the surpass card, but I don't think it's even that anymore. When it used oh, you to mean be, the, uh, no annual, the no annual fee one? The no annual the fee honors. cards, yeah. Hilton honors, honors no annual fee. 100,000 Hilton points for $1,000 in spend. Wow. Seems seems like a pretty good deal. If, if the, And I don't think I've had it through Hilton. I had it when it was a, a Barclays card. Oh, you mean through Amex. Hmm. You haven't had it Yeah, it's Amex. an Amex card now. I have to think about who had it before. It's been someone will be yelling at their phone right now, screaming what the right <laughs> bank was. But but yeah, a few years know. ago, they transferred over. And so I have not had it as Amex. So I'm wondering if Amex doesn't think that I've had the no annual fee card. And so I can apply again. <laughs> the targeted we'll offer, they out. gave me a targeted offer. So it's hard to say no to that. Uh, as you know, most times when you apply through Amex, it's not a hard pull most times when you have an established account with Amex, it's not a hard pull. Am I right on that? Right, right. Soft pull? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, so, not a hard inquiry. It's just a soft inquiry. Yep. Yeah. So I'll, so I'll probably fire that off then, uh, with that and see what I get. Uh, what other cards should I be thinking about? Yeah. The yeah the Wells Fargo card, another thing to mention about that is that it just requires that you have the checking account. At least in my experience, I got the pre-approved in-branch offer, and that was not a hard inquiry. It didn't appear on my personal account so that was really wonderful it was just a total freebie spend three thousand get fifty thousand points zero percent intro apr no annual fee and then you get a bonus thousand points every month if you spend a thousand dollars and the points are Mm. good for travel if you use them for the optimal redemption it's 1.6 cents per point so nice things coming out of wells fargo i I saw an increased offer on is a city expedia card of all things yeah i haven't heard much about that this is yeah, uh, October twenty yeah, third. We're recording. Yes. Yeah, yeah, fifty thousand Expedia points. Is that is that correct terminology there? I think they're points or rewards. Yeah. Mm. So that one looks that one looks pretty good. Maybe some yeah, that, cards of that... Barclays if you can get them. As I mentioned, the JetBlue cards are really strong. Is it the fifty thousand point sign up bonus on the JetBlue business card? And if you spend a certain amount, you get their top tier status mosaic. Is that calendar year, Justin? Do you remember or if that's a card member year? I'm not sure off the top of my head. It's the cards okay. that I don't have that I know the least about. <laughs> right. Yeah. I'll, I'll get there, though. But it's, it's, that. it's nice, though, because many a... people cover the topics and you could look at the card and the page itself. But for every card, there are different bloggers, different writers covering them and talking about how you can use the cards. Um, I think the Frequent Miler does a nice job of outlining what the best offers are and kind of getting an idea of what's out there and how they compare to previous offers. And, and then oftentimes I know you can get as good as or better offers through referral links, you know, whether that's uh, MX or, or sometimes Chase even provides those. And I know that's something you've been able to do. You and I have traded a few referral links over the last right. year or so. Yeah, we got the business gold card, which is really good for the first year, right? That was the yeah, 50,000 point sign up bonus. And then if you refer from the business gold and someone signs up for a card, it's additional, I think it's 20,000 membership rewards yeah. just for referring someone. So Amex yeah. is really, really generous with the referral system. So always use a referral if you can. And if you're getting a good offer compared to the public offer, I know the Delta bonuses were up, but. It was like 80,000 points for the Business Platinum Delta card. But sadly, through the referral, it was only showing, I think, 20, 25,000 when I was looking. So that one wasn't a good one. No, that's not a good spot to be hard to give up all those all those Delta. 
yeah, uh, people call lot. them sky pesos, but they've uh, they've had a little more value here lately. Yeah, I've 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 had a lot of good redemptions. The round trip to Vegas from Philly was about mm-hmm. twenty thousand miles, and recently there was that Delta Vacations promotion, where you can book air, hotel, and rental car, or just air and hotel, or I guess some of the others as well, uh, the other combinations. But I got around twenty thousand miles for the flight and the stay to Vegas, staying there for wow. four or five nights. So that was good that they threw that in. Yeah, it's a great redemption. One of the mistakes I made at first uh, is, like I said, I, I was grabbing the best deals, but they didn't really fit together. So if, if especially if you're in, in one-player mode and you want to travel with a partner um, or your friends or even your kids and you can't convince your spouse to to, to you know go along with you or to do it with you actively or or to for you to help guide them in the right direction it's like uh it's like having a lot of different currencies but being but you're only in one country right so if i'm in the states i, I can spend dollars but i can't spend you know pesos or euros or, or whatever and that's how it is you know sometimes you'll see people want to hey i have all these american airline miles how do i use them to book a flight on delta <laughs> that, does not, that does not work. You're not going to no. do that, you know. So if you have twenty thousand American miles and fifteen thousand Delta miles and you know seventeen thousand Alaska miles, that's it's not going to be a big help. The one thing I will say is don't be afraid to book one ways. I think uh, especially as your travel becomes more flexible or you have the opportunity to be more flexible for with your travel. Look, I always try to book one ways. That way, if if one flight I have to change one flight. I don't have to change them both, and we can save on uh, transfer or change fees, transfer fees, that sort of thing. And uh, that's 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 a nice tip. But um, yeah, I think you want to concentrate, set a goal, and then concentrate in one currency uh, to make sure that you're maximizing your ability to redeem from that currency and not spreading it over three or four or five different currencies, where then it's hard to <laughs> hard to merge it all together to get the redemption that you want. Yeah, that's a good tip. Instead of just looking for the round trip, you can look for multiple one ways, even using different points. And rather than just having all these different points hanging around, you could deplete the balances. If you have maybe 15,000 and the flight is about 14, okay, that that could seem to be a good opportunity. And we're doing a little bit of math too and seeing what the best value is. I remember I was looking at someone planning a trip flying from Seattle to Pennsylvania and there were different mm. options. You could use the chase points through their portal and get the 1.5 cents per point with the reserve card, or you can transfer the miles to Southwest and then take the Southwest flight. So there are a lot of different ways to do it and seeing, okay, well, how many points would I need to use to book this, to book that? What if I did the round trip? What if I did the one way? What if I took points from a different thing? So it's a, it's a puzzle, right? I like it. I find mm-hmm. it fun. It's cool to figure out, sit down, look through the options, optimize. Yep, that's what spreadsheets are made for. Put them all in there, <laughs> look at some different options. And uh, yeah, I mean, we had the same experience uh, recently with our booking our flights to Vegas. Ended up flying out on Southwest. Uh, it's great for family travel. And when you have kids, no one wants to sit by you anyway. So that's <laughs> never never a risk of getting a middle seat uh, type thing. And uh, had some miles to burn and some gift cards from some uh, credit card uh, benefits. And then uh, flew back American to fly. We're going to fly back American. So it, it looked at a lot of different flight options, looked at the actual, the, the Delta vacations wasn't, wasn't as good a fit for us uh, because the hotel gets a little weird when you have um, 
when you have five people in there, uh, they don't like to, they don't like to put five people in a room. Um, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> stuffing um, everybody in stuffing everybody in. Yeah. Yeah. They, they wanted to put us in the penthouse penthouse at one of the upscale. Anyway, the it, it was the Delano. Yeah. It was going to be like, I don't know, 2,500 probably wasn't really the penthouse, but it seemed like it to me. It was like 2,500 a night. I'm like, yeah, it's probably not. <laughs> probably not. $2,500 a night. Yes. Factually correct. Wow. Yes. 2,500, not points, US, US dollars. So that <laughs> US wasn't dollars. really what we were looking for. Uh, yeah. Maybe another time with a different, different group of people would have been a lot of fun, but, uh, not, not this trip. Not that, not that situation, but we'll see the not Delta, that. the Delta vacations promotion might be back and surely we'll find many other nice ways to redeem our points and miles. There always are good deals and it's, it's crazy, you know, more and more someone will uncover another sweet spot. Oh, you can fly. Well, the, the classic example is the transfer of city thank you points to, uh, Turkish miles and smiles. Right. And, uh, lots of happy moments, lots of happy moments there. Definitely, definitely winning the war, war, uh, (laughs) on happiness on, in that instance. So you know what, seventy five hundred uh, round trip in the quote unquote continental U.S., which, which Turkish thinks also includes Hawaii, even better. <laughs> and that I'm yeah. sure that had been known by a select few for a little while, but uh, but it was publicized widely more recently. And there's lots of other sweet spots out there that that get talked about. Um, you know, a round trip on uh, Air Maroc uh, in economy for like twenty two thousand miles. You know, so really cheap stuff, forty four thousand in in um in a live flat uh, business right so lots of options lots of sweet spots um and they just keep coming people keep digging in the charts the carts charts get updated they say invariably it's a it's an enhancement justin it's always an enhancement oh uh, new feature right. for the benefit new of feature. customers yes for the obviously for our benefit uh <laughs> not doesn't seem like that at first but uh what it what it just is it's a different puzzle right it's like someone shuffled the deck and and handed it back to you and said okay now find the find the aces challenge accepted we can do that all right anything else for towards our closing time here uh that's all for me sure uh sure appreciate you having me on i've enjoyed listening to the uh, previous podcasts and uh look forward to listening on some more Thanks. And where can people find you online? Or are there certain groups that you're in that you would recommend people find you? Absolutely. Uh, I'm not probably as active uh, online in Facebook groups uh, as as other folks, but there's certainly some great ones out there. Richard Kerr is now in TP, TPG Lounge. That's a, that's a pretty interesting group to, to get in. Uh, there's some entertainment value in there and there's some good knowledge too. I mentioned uh, the Award Travel 101 group. I think that's a fantastic group, much more community-oriented, really a lot of folks in there that are knowledgeable and willing to help with some pretty basic questions. Uh, the moderators, I know quite a few of them, and they're good folks. It seems like many of the other the other thing I really like doing is listen to podcasts like this. Uh, there's some other podcasts out there, Observation uh, Deck with uh, Joe Chung and, and Trevor, um, yep. Milan Amis yeah, podcast. A- yeah, Saverosity observation. Saverosity, yeah. thank you, thank you. Those are those are some places that I would recommend folks joining, reading, reading, listening to to get sort of get some more information. Myself, I'm uh, I'm on Twitter. I'm on most of the social media platforms under usually not very creative names. 
uh, Darren Remsburg on uh, on Facebook, Darren Remsburg on Instagram. Uh, Darren Remsburg, D A R R E N is Darren. Remsburg is R E M as in Mary, S as in Sarah, B as in boy, U R G. I work on the phone for a living, so I'm used to <laughs> I'm used uh-huh. to put those phonetics in there. Oh, but that wasn't the official one, though. Wasn't no, it B for Bravo? Uh, yes. Uh, yes. Uh, what is, I don't, I can't remember what M is. S is Sierra, B is Bravo. Yeah. Yeah. So someone at a, a recent event that I attended was making fun of Delta customer service, not saying D for Delta. How did they mess that one up? What did they say? Yeah, that's, that's the bigger question. That's right? the question, I, I didn't, right? I, There was no follow-up on that one. Mm. There was no follow-up. Uh, and it, wouldn't, it would be kind of a little bit of Freud, Freudian slip if they said D for dog and they could have said D for Delta, right? Mm. <laughs> not not great customer service there. Not not D uh, for a, diff- a different airline. Com- oh, uh, yeah. Let's see. Where else can you find me? Uh, oh, Twitter, uh, at BPIBET. So I'm a, I'm a veterinarian by trade. I work for, uh, or no, excuse me, I... Um, uh, graduated from Virginia Tech a number of years ago, so VPI at VPI vet on on Twitter. I don't tweet very often, so don't, don't expect a lot. Very good, and it's Myelnomics again, as we mentioned, and they have a Slack page where or a Slack group that we're both involved in. So if you go to their page, go to their Patreon page, and subscribe, you'll have access to that group. As there's daily chatter, lots of valuable information there for sure. As yeah, I, I wouldn't be able to figure this all out on my own. So it really helps to be part of online communities and discussions. It's a lot of information. There's a lot to read out there. And then there's still good questions to ask. I was asking you a, a question about uh, sort of a, a niche reward that I'll probably post in, in the Slack group later. Um, and that group has really grown over the last two or three months. I can hardly keep up with the messages now uh, versus some of the other Slack groups that I've been in that have been just nonstop. And this one's been really grown and the depth and breadth of knowledge has grown as well. So I really look forward to the messages that are in there. All right, great. Any other trips before Vegas coming? Uh, not, well, maybe. My wife has uh, indicated we're going to Florida for Thanksgiving. So I'm not sure kind of, uh, <laughs> not sure kind of <laughs> options we'll have there on for flying from Philly to uh, Tampa area around Thanksgiving. We're getting pretty close, but uh, we'll see. We'll see what can get done there. Uh, then Vegas in January, and we just uh, just booked uh, Iceland for uh, next July and August. All right. My uh, my kids take turns picking the the big trip. So um, this was uh, this was the middle middle child's trip, and so pretty excited about that. All right, really cool. And once they're old enough, they'll have their own cards, huh? Yeah, I can't wait for that. Uh, <laughs> uh, 12, 12, 10 and eight so actually 12 and a half 10 and a half eight and a half so just a few more years and uh we'll have them as authorized official authorized users on some cards building their own credit right and then after that uh we'll have them applying uh for their own cards and and player three or four or five mode and they can start paying for their own trips to uh to far off destinations and that's a that's a good tip for listeners too that if you're added as an authorized user to someone else's account who's responsible with their credit that that could boost your score as well that's absolutely right all right very good thanks for coming on today my pleasure justin good to be here we'll talk to you soon thanks for listening and stay tuned for more content visit my website at hurdygurdytravelpodcast.com where you can read episode transcripts complete a free credit card questionnaire to receive tailored recommendations view helpful resources 
listen to past episodes, and contact me. Support my work through Patreon, PayPal, the Cash App, and referral links by visiting the Donate tab on my website. Subscribe on YouTube, like on Facebook, follow on Twitter, and follow on Instagram. Visit my other podcast project at StoicSolutionsPodcast.com, where you can find practical wisdom for everyday life inspired by the ancient philosophers of Greece and Rome. Thanks to generous patrons and fans of my work. Have a great day.